Kids Beach Club Training Portal podcast. Kids Beach Club is an after-school program in public schools based around character growth through the lens of Scripture. Yes, Scripture can be taught in public schools. We do it around the country nearly every week. And these podcasts feature different tips to make your beach club the most exciting hour of a child's week. So stick around to learn more. Okay, so we're going to talk about where have our kids been when they come to beach club. For seven hours, they've been sitting in a classroom. They've either been on a tablet or on a computer doing a worksheet, uh, listening to a teacher. And the most amazing thing is they probably haven't been talking because in the hallways you can't talk, in the classroom no talking. I mean, there's minimal talking that goes on at school because I would also get aggravated with my kids. i say, well, why didn't you ask if... Sarah could come over after school. Mom, we can't talk at school. I'm like, well, don't you go to PE or no? We don't. We only do that on Mondays. And I'm okay, whatever. So anyway, so these kids are coming into your beach club and they are wired. They haven't talked all day. They're hungry. They uh, they've been sitting. So we want beach club to look a little different for them because we don't want them doing a worksheet or doing you know something. We need them actively involved in doing stuff at beach club. Um, so. But who are our Beach Club kids? They are digital natives. They live in a global world. They do not know life without a um, computer. They, uh, like we can ask Google anything. I mean, you know, we used to have to go to the library to do our research paper and look at an encyclopedia. But now you can just say, hey, Suri, tell me who's going to win the Super Bowl. I'm hearing that the Patriots are favored to defeat the Eagles by four and a half points. You can ask Siri anything. She's always listening. Siri, what's the weather today? It's currently partly cloudy and 50 degrees in Irving. Expect cloudy skies starting in the morning and wind in the afternoon with mixed conditions. So anyway, sometimes she cooperates, sometimes... One day, I, was, I use it a lot to find my phone, and one day I was looking for my phone, and I said, hey, Siri, and she'll beep, 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 and she was very disrespectful to me. She said, yeah, and I went, excuse me, you don't say yeah to me. Anyway, sorry, I'm getting out. Okay, BYOD, does anybody know what BYOD means? No. Bring your own device. So, okay. um, so yeah, we have all that online learning now. Kids are just digitized now. So our fifth graders that are coming to Beach Club, they were born in 2007. So if you think about that, they were not even born when 9-11 happened. So they learn about that once a year like we did, you know, when we learned about Vietnam or something like that. They learn about 9-11 once a year because they were not even born. So what else have you experienced that they have not? Okay. Let me, let me, well, let me start you out with just some simple stuff that we're looking at, like fidget spinners. Um, okay, these are some things that our kids in Beach Club will experience. A projection keyboard. Google Glasses. That's the big thing now. Now, this next one is the one I am most fearful of. And my daughter at her cl- uh, school, she has to watch, they watch CNN 10 every day. And she said, this one is going to be against the law one day not to have a self-driving car. Now, this scares me to think that mm-hmm. someone else, cause you just think of all the little things. Like, we were driving the other day, and there was a deer on the side of the road. So this one is not the one I'm looking forward to. Now, a flying car. I would like a flying car. That would be nice. Okay, this is just uh, funny. Remember back in the day, the wiretap, the party lines, everybody was just, somebody's listening into my conversation. So has everybody read that? And then today, 
we have Echo and Alexa and Siri, you know, that's hearing our every word. Siri's just waiting to be woke up. So I thought that was a funny thing too. So, but let's think about our kids and what triggers misbehavior. Uh, misbehavior is a symptom of an underlying cause. So if a child is coming into Beach Club, they're misbehaving, you have to think, what's going on with this kid? Maybe they're tired. Uh, maybe they got in trouble probably all day at school, correct? Those ones, uh, maybe they have a family situation or they have academic struggles. Um, there's, you just have to think, okay, I'm gonna love this kid anyway because there's probably an underlying issue of what's going on. But let's talk about special needs. Now, I do not want anyone in here to be a doctor because I know a lot of us like to think, oh, I'm going to diagnose that child. That child has ADD, you know. <laughs> but we can't do that. We can't diagnose it because we are not doctors. But if someone does seem a little off, you know, in your group, they're not, they're not able to sit still or listening well, I would suggest you talk to your club leader and that club leader could talk to the counselor because, you know, you might want to get some tips from how they deal with that child in the classroom because there's probably, you know, maybe something like this that they could sit with and play with or something. But, um, so special needs um, should not be confused with misbehavior. So if you have some kids that are misbehaving, it could be because they have a sensory processing disorder or they do have autism or something like that. Again, those are things you want to talk to your club leader about and um, get, she will get with the counselor and kind of give you the inside scoop on Johnny and why. Or I'm, I'm going to use Bob as my example. Why Bob is so fidgety over here. I just, he's, he's so fidgety. He's disrupting everybody. <laughs> okay, sometimes we're moving on. Brain needs more time to process a response. So sometimes if you tell them something, they're just waiting because their brain is taking them a little bit longer to process. Uh, some behaviors are calming strategies. It could be that's why they're tapping their hands. Maybe they're biting their nails. They're doing something that you may think is disruptive, but that's what they're using as a calming strategy. Some lack fine motor skills or motor, motor control. So we are going to talk about getting to the root of the behavior. Behavior is communication and occurs in patterns. So I'm going to say that again. Behavior is communication. So a lot of times when they're misbehaving, what are they communicating to you? What could they be talking about? So we've got to think of the cause or manage what causes inappropriate behavior. So the cause could be on some of these kids moving from large group to small group. That could set them off, just that transition time. So we have to think uh, what is causing them to act out. And we need to reinforce the desired behavior that we want. And that's why we have our club rules. And we should be doing our club rules at the start of every club, making sure that everyone's aware of our expectations and what we expect and reinforcing what we would like them to do. You set the expectations. These are our expectations. Our kids can say it over and over in their head. Uh, you want to teach a replacement behavior. So if they're yelling out, you say, I'm gonna need you to raise your hand. Don't yell out, raise your hand. So you give them something that they can do instead of their bad behavior that they're doing. Uh, set the child up for success. Uh, what does that mean? When you have a disruptive kid, Bob, Bob, if you make good choices today and you listen during story, I'm going to let you pass out the memory links. Give them a job to do or I'm going to have you take up the name tags. You need to give them a job to do so they feel like that 
they're being su successful. Something something good's going to come out Should of my I day. Now. Yes, yes. <laughs> go, go take up all the fidget spinners. Uh, uh, but you know, you want to have them say, you know, like you have to be a good listener during story time, uh, giving them something to look forward to. And my favorite one that I'm going to say over and over again because I was in Young Life and this was one of our things: build relationships. You have to win the right to be heard with these kids. And they're not going to maybe listen to, Bob's not going to listen to Andrea so much unless Andrea has first built that relationship with Bob and said, hey, Bob, how are you doing? How's your day going today? Do you have a good day or not? You know, you don't want to just walk up and say, Bob, I need you to stop talking because he's going to say, who are you? Yeah. You want to make sure that you are building those relationships. Um, and also, I wanted to say, too, you don't want to leave out because I'm giving Bob all the attention because he's my disruptive child. But I don't want to leave Andrea out because... I know some of the good kids kind of feel like, well, I'm doing everything I'm supposed to be doing. Um, I don't get to do anything special. So you want to just make sure everybody in your group is feeling special. Uh, let's talk about some techniques that work. We want to make sure the rules are uh, very visible. And that's why even in my surf team time, I have the rules on the back of my clipboard. And all I have to do is point to number three to Bob. I don't even have to say anything. And Bob knows, oh, I'm not listening. So going over those rules Every time in club is very important because they need a guideline, something that, um, and you may even say, okay, in our surf team time, we're going by the three strikes rule. Three strikes and you're not going to play the game today, okay? So you're at strike one, and if I have to point to another one of these rules, I know, I know, but you need, you can do it. I know you can do it. And so uh, you just want to make sure that these rules are visible. Uh, give instructions one at a time. Some kids, if you are doing the game, they get up to and they're, what am I supposed to do? Not everybody, but some kids need those instructions one at a time. So, okay, let's all line up when they get to the line up. Okay, we're going to take this spoon. Everybody gets their spoon. You know, okay, we're going to walk to the line and come back. But if you give it all to them at once, number one, they're not listening. <laughs> and number two, because it's, it's loud and everything. So sometimes you just need to give instructions one at a time. Uh, be prepared. Be ready and keep it fun. And that's the most important thing. I'm going to talk about that again in a minute is being prepared. Kids know when you're not prepared. And when you're not prepared, chaos is going to take place. So we'll talk about that more in a minute. Uh, make eye contact. Connect with the, with the child. Show them and tell them you love them. And pray. Pray, pray, pray. Pray for that child. Pray, pray, pray. Uh, even during the week. Be on your knees. Have games and activities that are quick. Club is fast-paced. You know when you get to club, you blink, and it's over. Sometimes it's, oh my goodness, when is club going to be over? But that's really never happened to me because we're boom, 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 boom. So if you keep your transitions from going from one activity to the next and that goes smoothly, then you're going to have a smooth club. You're not going to have room for kids to misbehave because you want to keep it simple too so that there will not be time to misbehave. Again, build relationships. Pray for that difficult clever because prayer is going to get us through. And know that these kids are not your church kids. They're not kids that are going to come in and set, you know, old time when you used to teach, you know, Sunday school back in the day. They're not going to come in and sit and be like, they're going to be, ah, they've been sitting for seven hours. So that's why you want to have those songs like we were singing in there where they can get all those wiggles out and stuff because Bob is just moving around too much. Bob, you may need to sing one more song. <laughs> we're going to have you help with songs next week, okay? Because you need a little bit more energy out. You've got to love the unlovable. 
And the ones that are the hardest to love are the ones that need love the most. Mm-hmm. So you have to let that sink in because those are the kids you want to kick out of beach club. But you have to remember, they are the ones that need love the most. And let them know who is in authority. You each have authority over your surf team times. And I was talking to another surf team leader, and she said, everybody else just lets their kids come in, and they run crazy and stuff. But if you are in control of your, you know, up to 10 kids in your group, and you have control over them, then all the other kids, uh, you know, it's hard to manage 70 kids, but if you could manage your 10 and everybody's doing their job, letting them know who's an authority, that you are responsible for them listening, for following the rules, for participating. Bob, I'm going to need you to participate. So uh, you are in control of that. These kids are starving for attention. They are starving for attention. That's why they're poking you. That's why they're up and down, up and down. But some of these kids, if you don't give them an audience... Let's say, Bob, I am trying to talk to y'all, and y'all are all engaged, but Bob is over here just flipping out. Okay, Bob, I'm going to need you to go sit at the back and, uh, and take a time out because, you know, you don't want that one person to disrupt, especially after group time or during group time after the story when the kids, because I'm going to say this, Bob. I'm going to say Satan, get behind me. <laughs> I'm not going to say that to his face, but... The enemy is going to use a bob to distract the other kids when the Holy Spirit is trying to work in their hearts and they're trying to maybe think, am I going to make a decision today or not? And you don't need that distraction. So I'm going to talk about in a minute about be with your in communication with your club leader and you may kind of wave an invisible white flag like, come save me because, I mean, I'm in a really good conversation with these kids, but this one... And then, or you might have somebody in your group where two kids, they're not getting along. So just make sure you're in good communication with your club leader so they know, you know, hey, I probably need to split these two boys because Bob is not getting along with Tom. So they need to be split up. So just make sure you're not struggling as a surf team leader with your group, with your ones that are not behaving correctly because you want to have a good, um, good time there with your kids. Oh, this is a good one. Get the clever involved in the problem-solving process. I had uh, two boys come up to me, and they were tattling, you know, and so I was trying to think, what am I going to do? What am I going to do? So I just said, okay, what do y'all think should happen? And their punishment on themselves was a lot more severe than what I would have given them. They just kind of looked at me, and they said, well, we probably should sit out for games. I said, okay, y'all are sitting out. I was like, that was easy. So, but just try and get them involved in the problem-solving process. Sometimes it works. Um... And this is all from Love and Logic um, that I did whenever I was subbing in Mesquite. So, speaking positively teaches children to make good choices on their own. I'm proud of you. I forgive you. You've got what it takes to make good choices. I know you do. I know you want to do the right thing, Bob. I know you do. I know you do. So, next week when you come in, I know. So, next week when you come in, I'm going to let you go to the treasure box. Okay? I'm going to let you go to the treasure box if... You can sit still during games. And, you know, just bribe the kids. I mean, come on. (laughs) Bribe them if you have to. But uh, children learn what they live. They mimic their parents. And sadly, my daughter was at a a basketball game. She cheered for her basketball game. And um, long story short, this mom would not stop cussing out the referee. So the assistant principal walked over in the middle of the game. All eyes were on her and asked her to leave. She would not leave. So he said, if you don't leave, we're going to have to call the game. That mom would not leave. They had to call the game. So we had to forfeit our win. 
because it was one of our moms, sadly. But And then the assistant principal had everybody leave, and he said, we'll have your kids uh, meet you out front. She went right by him, hit him in the shoulder, and he said, ma'am, you need to exit this way. And she said, I'm going to get my expletive daughter. And I'm just telling you, they, these are the homes that these kids are coming from that come to Beach Club. They are learning... I mean, this is her home environment, and just very sad. We don't think of it because hopefully our moms or dads didn't talk to us like that, but I just felt so bad for that little girl. And uh, anyway, that was a big mess. So you do not know where these kids are coming from, what their home environment is like, and you have to take off your rose-colored glasses and just love on these kids because they are starving for attention. Lastly, uh, keep calm and be ready. Because if a kid walks into a club and you're digging in your bag and you're trying to set up everything, they're going to walk into a scene of chaos. Club is probably going to be chaotic. So you want to make sure you're prepared and you're ready. And who wants to read this? Anyone? Andrea? Let us not grow weary in doing good, for in due season we shall reap if we faint not. Okay, just remember that. We We are in the business of kingdom building. And we have got to love on these kids because um, that's what we're doing. That's what we're all about is building the kingdom. And most importantly, above all else, pray, 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 pray. Continually, all year long, look for potential in your kids and all year long. So prayer is going to get you through. And you all get to, to have a fidget spinner. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Kids Beach Club Training Portal Podcast. We want to do all we can to help you reach those most impressionable in our public schools. To learn more about Kids Beach Club, our church partnerships, and the after-school program, please visit kidsbeachclub.org.